Happy Sabbath, everyone. <laughs> we praise the Lord for this wonderful Sabbath day. Uh, he has blessed us, even though it looks a little interesting out there. It's all right, because we're all in the house and we all praise the Lord. We want to thank those who are joining us uh, via the conference call. We want to thank those who are joining us on the website. If you are on the telephone and you would like to uh, see us on live stream, please go to remnantseedministries.org and hit, click that button that says live broadcast. So we praise God for that ability. So today, uh, the God has given us a sermon called Choose Love. And so we're going to uh, look and see what God has to share with us. But before we do that, please, let's join together for a word of prayer so we may ask the Holy Spirit to lead us in his truth. Heavenly Father, once again, in the name of Jesus Christ the righteous, we bow to you because you're God. We honor you, Lord, because you're the Most High. Lord, and we thank you for this day you've given us, Lord, to worship and to fellowship with you and your angels and with one another. As we open up your word, we ask that your spirit would bless us with its presence. Father, that we would hear your voice, Father, and we would not harden our hearts, but we would accept, thus saith the Lord. Bless those all over the world who are honoring you as the Lord of the Sabbath. We ask that you would bless them in their services. Give your spirit to your ministers so they may speak with power and authority, so your people may hear and obey. Father, we remember those in hardships today because they stood for you. Those warriors of the cross, Lord, who are suffering persecution for your name's sake, Lord, we ask that you send your mighty angels, Lord, to protect them and guide them and give them peace in this hour of need. And Father, once again, please forgive us for the sins we've committed against you. And in the name of Christ we pray, amen. Once again, happy Sabbath. We are at an end. I don't know about you all, but we're at an end. Uh, in a sense, we're done with the atmosphere of fear. We're done with it. Now, anybody else wants to stay in an atmosphere, we will not be there. Leave a message, because we will not be there. It is time for God's people to understand we are different. And it's time for us to begin to act differently. Even though, let's go to Luke 21. Even though things are happening. Even though it's cloudy. It's the, the oh Lord help us. We are different because we're his children. And we need to begin to start acting differently. Let's go to Luke 21 this morning. Let's start at Luke 21. Luke 21. And we'll begin at... Verse 25, Luke 21, and we'll begin at verse 25. It says, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. See, today we fear. Matter of fact, fear is on every side. Even among those who profess Christ, fear is on every side. Now, the issue is this. We as Christians probably need to stop sharing fear videos. You know, fear news articles. And, and, and fear is filling up our inboxes and our direct messages. The prophecy, the prophecy we hear. 
you know, uh, uh, it's the end times. It's Jacob's time of trouble. Uh, uh, the microchips are coming. The microchips are coming. Forced vaccinations, etc. All these things we are sharing as if it is something to fear. In the day, in these, the, 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 the time we live in, it's not like the time when I was a little younger where people didn't know these things. But I guarantee you, you can't send me something I don't know. And not because I'm just this all-wise guru. It's just that we have been looking at this for ages and ages. We lived our life in fear for too many decades. God said, I never asked you to be in fear. I asked you to be informed, but not in fear. And you have to understand that most people cannot differentiate the two. Some people can't handle this. And so you send them into a spiral, a whirlwind of terror and fear. And they collapse under the pressure of not being able to handle this. It's like children. You don't teach children the end of the world when they're five years old. They can't handle it. And these adults are struggling to handle this because the environment they breathe, the atmosphere they breathe is fear. See, these alarms, they might be valid because God just told us in Luke that the, the, the powers of heaven are going to be shaken. These things are, are happening, but, but the, they might be valid, but we have allowed them to build within us a house of fear, a house of terror, a house of hopelessness, a house of doubt. This is what has happened to God's people. We have allowed the spirit of fear to take our soul. It's taken our mind and it's taken our heart. And so we operate differently when we're under this spirit. And it's time to get from up under the spirit. See, but there is a, this is choice that we can make. Let's go to 1 John. There's a choice that we can make that will give us peace. And this is something we need to operate because it is our duty. It is our mission as God's people to bring peace into this to be able to help somebody along the way. If you are shaking in your shoes and the first thing you tell us is, oh Lord, this is it. This is it? <laughs> then what's the solution? I don't really have one. We just in the middle of it. Well, let's get solution oriented. And this is the solution we're gonna take. Now please understand, I'm not saying these things aren't happening. I'm not saying this is not prophecy fulfilling itself. Please don't go around and say, Pastor Shaw has de denounced prophecy. I have not. I know where we are. I know what we're living in, but I have a different way of handling it now. In the first John chapter four. Let's start at verse 18. My God says, there is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Why am I going to put fear on you? See, this day I ask you to choose love and not fear. I choose to, to house the spirit of love in my soul that things, this spirit brings something. It brings power. When I have love in my soul, it brings power. And it brings power of the Most High into my life, into my circumstance, into my environment. Fear pushes power away. And this is why you're up under this fear now. This is why this is being done unto all of us. This whole world is being, being introduced to a fear they've never known before. 
Therefore, it's separating them from the power of God. Stay in 1 John. Let's read in verse 4, I mean chapter 4. Let's say 1 John chapter 4. Stay there. And let's go up to 16. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. My question this morning to you, where are you dwelling? Are you dwelling in the house of fear? Or are you dwelling in the house of God? Matter of fact, who's dwelling in you? Is it the spirit of fear in you or is the spirit of God in you? In verse 17, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. We're living in the days of judgment, aren't we? We can have boldness in it because as he is, so are we in this world. See, where is your boldness today? Where's your assurance today? Why are we shaking in our boots? We are supposed to be in boldness. It's like Christ, when he was on earth, was bold. Go to Psalms 42. Ask yourself this question this morning. We have a job to do, people. Just because the whole world stopped doesn't mean our, our assignment ended. Matter of fact, it got uh, 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 multiplied. Oh, if they could just, God could just have a people who was who were full of love and not fear, who, who accepted the power of God and instead of accepting the, 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 the propaganda of Satan. More people could be saved now than before this thing started. More people could be guided to God, but we have a, a, a way of saying fear, 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 even though we're not supposed to be fearful. Psalm 42, ask yourself this question in verse 11. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Why are we afraid? The Lord says, hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him. He is my what? Health of my countenance and my God. We are worried about the times we live in and have completely forgotten who sets time. We're in the time. We're in the time. Who sets time but God? And we're worried about the man who set the time. He's setting times now. You're going to be able to leave your house in a week. You know, oh, it's two weeks. Oh, it's five weeks. Oh, and we believe as if he sets the time. God sets time. God sets action. And if we would understand that, we would stop being afraid. I told you five, six, seven weeks ago, turn it off. Because I guarantee you, you would still be alive if you hadn't seen any of the coverage of this mess. And this is the last time we're talking about this. It's over. Oh, no, it didn't. They say it's going to be. It's over. Okay? Now, it's over in this sense you're going to stop being afraid of it. You're going to stop worrying about it. You're going to do what God instructs you to do. You're going to take the precautions you need to take, but you're going to stop being afraid because fear stresses you, stretches you, weakens you, not only physically but spiritually. It pushes the power of God away. Turn to Isaiah 44. Out here looking like some of anything. Oh, I'm afraid. Afraid of what? Your God ain't able? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying God is not capable of giving you life 
God not capable of giving you instructions how to maintain life? Now, if I was out there eating pork chops, I'd be worried too. If I was still, as we talked this morning, if I was still consuming strong drink, I would be worried too. But oh, if we would walk with God. He said, I won't put it, I'll put none of these diseases on you. And if you get the disease, I'm the God that heals you. So what are you afraid of? Now, I'm not saying go out there getting wild now. But stop being afraid. Isaiah 44. Let's start at verse 6. Isaiah 44. We're going to begin at verse 6. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last. And beside me, what? There is no God. <laughs> and who, as I, shall call and, and shall declare it and set it in order for me, since I appointed the ancient people and, and the things that are coming and shall come, let them show unto, unto them. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? Ye are, ye are even my witnesses. He said, is there a God beside me? No. I'm sorry, yea. There is no God. I know not any. He said, this is from the king of Israel. Amen? The Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. He said, do you not understand who I am? I am God. I am the God. He said, matter of fact, he said, is there a God besides me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. COVID-19 is not God. Amen? Bill Gates is not God. Donald Trump is not God. The World Health Organization is not God. Only God is God. Only the great and holy one of Israel is God. He sets the time. He sets the motions. He understands and he knows how to, how, how to manage you and this environment that we find ourselves in. We are his children, people. We are bringing shame to his name when we are afraid. Why are we cast down, oh my soul? Fear cannot be your leader. Amen? It cannot be your motivator. It cannot be your guide in your decision-making process. Didn't say, don't, didn't say don't do something. Just don't let fear be the one who tells you to do it. Because fear will have you doing some crazy stuff. So you need to pray and seek the, and employ the proper precautions concerning your health and the health of, your, of others. See, it's not enough to put a mask on. Matter of fact, that's kind of bad for you. But y'all like masks, put them on. It's not enough. Ask God, what do I do? And he says, do this, stay here. Wash this, be decent, eat that, drink this. He has all those things that you won't hear from anywhere else. Hope thou in God, y'all. Ask him, but do not let fear tell you what those precautions should be. See, fear will have you spraying your child down with Lysol. Saw it on television when it all started. Y'all remember that? Fear will make you do that. More harm came to that child than any virus that could happen. You start snorting Lysol, see what happens to you. 
See, people, fear will make you do that. Faith will say, Lord, what would you have us to do? We're not saying this stuff isn't out there. We're just saying don't let fear tell you how to handle it. Fear will make you do crazy things. Fear will make you sell out your neighbor. You know, we got that program now. It's not called sell out your neighbor. That would be kind of obvious. But if you see somebody not doing this, you call us. They had the same program in Germany. They had the same program in, in fascist Italy. They had the same program over and over again. We don't have to police you. You police yourselves. Around here, there were people gathering. And they would call, these people open. They got more than 15, 10 people in there. What kind of life you live that that's what you do? In the old days, when we say snitches get stitches. <laughs> well, we, we, fear will make you do that because you're afraid that they're, 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 what they're doing is endangering you. And it's all about you and your health. Let me understand. We talked about this Wednesday night. He said, don't worry about your life. I got that. Follow me. See, we have to be a people so strong that in the midst of an epidemic, we can serve him. We can praise him. We can go help people and, and let them find the way of God. But if we're nervous and afraid, it's going to show on your face. Fear has to leave. We're still in Isaiah 44. Let's go down to verse 24. He says, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb. Now, isn't that a good source of information? Before you knew who you were, he knew you. I am the Lord that maketh all things that stretch forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself, that frustrateth the tokens of all the liars, and maketh the diviners mad. See, all those soothsayers we see, God said, I'm going to make them mad because I'm, what they say I'm not going to let happen. That's what's so powerful about God. Well, you know, we got to do this, and God said, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to make them mad. Aren't you glad you serve that God? He said, I'm going to turn, he said, that turneth wise men backwards. <laughs> you ever seen the, the uh, nightly update? <laughs> A bunch of backwards folks. And maketh their knowledge foolish. He said, you're going to, if you believe them more than you believe me, you're going to run into a problem. I don't watch them because I know them. He's told me what they are doing. I'm going to watch God, and I'm going to teach. I'm going to spend my two hours with him instead of my two hours watching somebody do whatever. I don't know what they're doing. They could be polishing furniture. I wouldn't know. All I know is this. Let God, through his spirit, move us in the right direction. Let him show us the way because it's a more complete way. It's a perfect way. It's a sanctified way. It's an unleavened way. It's a way to live all the time, not just this time. That makes sense? See, there are going to be some decisions to make in the future concerning what stance to take and how to take them. I want you all to understand that. This is, this is dress rehearsal. There's going to be some times that we're going to have to make some decisions. But it will take the strength that is found only in love 
to make those decisions. See, if you, have, you, you haven't moved from fear to love, you won't be able to make the decisions because fear will drive you to make another decision. It'll make you make a decision of error instead of a, a decision for truth. See, our brothers in the past took stances because they loved the Lord, not because they feared the king. See, when you fear the king, you will do what king do. I mean, you will do what king wants you to do. But if you had an experience with God and you love God and that love is in you, you make decisions based on love and not fear. Does that make sense? Let's go to Daniel 3. Let's go see a love decision. The power of love. We discount the power of love. We give fear all the power. We give Satan all the glory. We say, oh, yes, it's all, everything is going bad. Satan is busy. He must be, the, he must be God. I tell y'all people, no, he's not. He didn't form you, did he? He didn't form the earth, the stars. He didn't set the universe on course but we listen to him a little too much. It's time for us to be, we should say, possessed in love, to walk in that power, because love and fear cannot exist simultaneously. Because he said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear, did he? And we're gonna get to this part in just a minute. That's, now keep that in mind. Fear is the presence of a spirit, all right. Now, let's see what power, the presence of love will do. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. Now, begin at verse 16. Daniel 3, 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Why? They love the Lord. They didn't have, it wasn't a contemplation. You know, sometimes we will contemplate, well, I know what God want me to do. Uh, I know what's right. Uh, and then we start talking about, oh, Lord, give me strength. Oh, Lord, is this the way? Oh, Lord, is there another way? But these brothers said, we are not even having to have a conversation on what we're going to do. We are in love. We have power in us. And that power from the God of love is going to tell us, and we're going to trust him. He said, verse 17, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. We will not bow down to your fear. You can crank that oven up as all you want to. We are not fearing you or your furnace. We don't worship another God. We love our God. And it was the power of love in them that were able to stand before the entire nation and say, we will not bow down. But if you've been practicing fear, you will never be able to do this. See, it wasn't fear, it was power that made that decision. And, and, and you see, they had been making that decision all along in their daily lives for many years. They didn't get, God didn't let them get to this point unprepared. They didn't get off the bus and go here. They didn't just get to Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom and, well, bring them up. They had walked with God 
They had walked in love. They had walked in power. They had proved God over and over again because they practiced God every day. So when the time came, there was no discussion. There was no need for it. They trusted God. We don't trust God. We trust fear. See, they love God, so they did not eat certain things. Remember in the first chapter of Daniel? They loved God, so they did not eat certain things. They weren't afraid. See, standing outside looking at the account, you would say, man, they had some, man, them boys, are, they pretty tough, man. They, they got some nerve. No, they didn't. They had walked with power. So it was second nature for them to say no to something that God didn't want. It didn't bother them to say no. It didn't matter what would happen. It didn't matter that they threatened them. It didn't matter that they're going to lock you up. It didn't matter they're going to line you up. He said, man, I'm not worried about that. My God is power because I'm walking in love. I'm walking in his love. I hope this makes sense to people. They love God, so they didn't listen to certain things. They didn't practice certain things. All they did was practice his counsel. Every day they went to practice. <laughs> Every day. Coach came out from heaven, run these drills. They ran those drills. Coach came out, read this book. They read that book. Coach came out, said, write this paper. They wrote that paper. God came out and said, do this, and they did it. They had the love relationship. See, they lived in this power, that power of love. That's, that, that's why they had no fear. They had seen the power of love in their lives, so their confidence level was sky high. They'd already had an experience. See, people with experience with this power, they don't fear. That's why they can, they, they can walk in front. If you ever, if you ever study uh, back the beginning of the Protestant Reformation, there was a man called Martin Luther that had to stand before what was called the Diet. They had to stand before this group of people that wanted to kill him. Hunted, try, try. He said, man, my God is going to protect me. He told me this. See, when we get to that point where we have practiced God enough, and when he speaks, you don't worry. It's like you, if you believe in your coach, those who have, have been in athletics, if you believe in your coach, even though you look like you're going to get beat down, and you believe in the, in the game plan, you run the play. If you fear, you go for yourself. You go rogue. I played with a lot of people who went rogue. Be like, man, the play said, huh? Believe in God. Trust the power. Trust him. Practice him. See, the love that God See, they loved God. They believed in him. More than they believed anything else. More than they believed anything they saw, anything they heard. They believed him. Go to, if you will, go to Romans. See, they believed this point that we need to believe in, in, in the book of Romans chapter 8. They believed this. They loved the love of God. They knew the love of God. And they knew that God had all power. And whatever God allowed to happen to them, they were okay with it because it was love that allowed it. 
Romans 8, we know these scriptures. Let's go to verse 37. Romans 8, 37. We ain't going to keep you long here. It's a pep rally. This is it for fear, y'all. You know, it, it, it's over. And, and I, I promise you, I, I can just promise you this. I, I, I'm not be, I won't be there anymore. So if you call me with fear, I'm not, you won't find me. I'm over in another land now. If you call me because, oh, what are we going to do? Where's your God? My God has shown me this is the way. He said, do this because this isn't the end. We got work to do. But you can't work with your knees shaking. You can't work with your hands trembling. You can't work when, when oh, oh, no. And yes, there's some things that you won't be able to do. But there are things you'll be able to do. And whatever you're able to do, you'll do it through the power of God and not from the dictates of some from fear that you're, you're having in the back of your head. And don't let anybody press you into being defiant for defiant, defiance sake. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. I ain't, no, no. God is your lead. Just make sure you understand that. Because there were times when God said, no, we're not going to test that right now. Oftentimes he does that with me. He said, you're not ready for that test. So don't do that. And you got to be willing to say, yes, Lord. I'll share with, with brother. My nature is defiant. My nature is you're not going to tell me what to do. My nature is, I, let's go fight. Let's do this. God says, whose job is this? Whose work is this? I said, this is yours, Lord. He said, when I tell you to stand down, you stand down. Don't worry, I'll give you a chance to stand up like you want to. And don't let anybody talk you into something I told you not to do. Don't let them shame you into something I told you not to do. Say, I'm not afraid to stand in front of the fire squad. My problem, I'm afraid of not doing it when God tells me to do it. Because you can get out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just, you can't tell us not to meet. You can't. Let me tell y'all something. Listen to God. Because there will be a time when you're going to have to stand in defiance of the whole world. And when you're ready, you'll be there. But you don't know what you're going to bring on you. Let God bring on what he wants to bring on you. And believe this. When he tells you to defy, defy with power, with no fear. When he tells you to stand, stand as bold as a lion. Because you, have ha you got your orders from the Most High. Let's go. Where are we going? Romans 8. Start at verse 37, if you would. He said, Nay, in all these things, we are more than what? Conquerors. Through him that did what? Loved us. He said, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, nothing's going to separate us from the love. Nothing's going to separate us from the power. Nothing's going to separate us from the protection. Nothing's going to separate us from the provisions of our God. I'm persuaded of that. Are you? It is love that sustains us in the first place. It is love that is the essence of his law. 
the foundation of his law is love because it's power. Go to Colossians 3. Colossians chapter 3. He gives us instruction in verse 14. Just know this. See, there's choose love, which is what we're talking about. This choose love. He said in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 14, and above all these things, put on love. Charity here. Which is the bond of what? Perfectness. What's a bond? What's a bond do? Holds things together. It's the glue. Love is the glue. It'll make you stick to God. It'll make you stick to the right decisions. It'll bring you together as one in Christ. He said, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. How are you going to have peace of God when you got fear in your heart? They, don't, they, can't, they can't cohabitate. He said, to which also ye are called in one body. And then I want you to do something. Now, he said, I want you to be thankful. See, love holds us together when we want to lose our minds. When we want to run scared down the alley, love holds us together. See, and when we get that, love gives us peace of mind in these troublous times. Anybody rest well last night? Why? You didn't think COVID-19 was going to come through the door? Oh, it's on my shoe. Oh, I walked through the store. Oh. Lord says, do it this way. Now, please, I know I'm, I'm not making fun of people. Yeah, I am. But I'm not making fun of the circumstance. It's real out here. People are dropping Old people died yesterday of a heart attack than they died since February of this disease. More people died of diabetes yesterday. But ain't nobody saying they're not closing little Debbie flat factories, are they? How about the slaughterhouses? They only closed one of them because all the workers were sick. But they shipped that meat out, didn't they? See, if you, really, if you were concerned about health, you said, what's the problem here? Oh, this is it. We'll shut that down. No, no. It's about putting fear in your heart. And when you see your loved one die of such a horrible disease, it's very tough. It really is. So we must be where God asks us to be. We must do what God asks us to do. And not just through this time, here and forevermore. See, we always want to have a project. This is the COVID-19 project. These two months, oh, we eat like this, we're we going to get better. We take our, you know, this and we drink our, keep that up. Because there's some diseases out there they didn't tell you about. It's been bombarding you forever. So whatever you're doing now, if you're taking your, 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 your nice little concoctions, if you're drinking your juices, if you're getting your rest, if you're drinking your water, why don't you just make that a lifestyle? So whatever the, whatever the headline will be next week, you say, well, okay. Next month, well, here we go. And then all of a sudden, people start looking at you like, what happened to you? Why aren't you coughing and sneezing and dying and wheezing? Because we have a lifestyle that our Father, our Creator, our Redeemer has given us. And that lifestyle starts with believing in Him and leaving fear alone. Before we close, we need to know something. We need to know that love is not an emotion. 
because emotions change. That's how you fall in and out of love. You ever heard somebody say that? I don't love you no more. You never loved. You were fond of what that person can do for you and how they make you feel. You can't fall out of love. How you fall out of God? <coughs> love, my good friends, is a spirit. For God is love and God is the spirit. So love is a spirit. That's that algebra thing. God is love. God's a spirit. And so he said there was a spirit of fear. And then he said it was my spirit. Which one are we going to hold on to? Because the spirit of fear is caused. He said he causes, uh, 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 what do you say? Turmoil. He says the spirit of fear, it, it causes weakness in your soul. It causes you to doubt the most high God. See, fear cannot exist with power. These two spirits don't. Uh -uh. Remember when Christ would walk anywhere, all the spirit of fear would have to leave. It was so wonderful. He was going to heal this young lady, but he made an example of this. He walked in with the parents, and the young lady was very ill, and, and uh, they said, oh, she's dead. And he said, oh, she's just asleep. And, of course, people laughed. He said, everybody leave. Why? Because the spirit of fear can't be in the room for this. Because only the spirit of the power of God can be in this room. If you don't believe, get out of the room. And he put people out, didn't he? Isn't that great? Christ knew how to handle things. That's why he made a church. Because most men would say, oh, y'all don't believe? We put you out. We can't do that in church, can you? But guys, Christ put him out because he wanted to let us know that it needs to be a collective agreement that God can. You don't need no doubters when you're trying to do something like this. When you're trying to raise the dead, get the doubters away. Because they, they bring a spirit. They bring demonic influence. And they, that demonic influence tries to get in you. You're trying to raise the dead and there's a demon trying to get you to doubt that you can do it. That's why you can't have fear and love in the same place. See, when love is the motivator of action, it brings with it supernatural powers. Y'all believe that? See, it, 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 it overpowers the darkness that's in the hearts in our hearts, first of all, and it overpowers the darkness that might be in the world. See, it brings with it an unselfish desire to serve God and serve others. That's when we know that the Spirit of God is in us. See, practice love is a main identifier of those who believe. You know, we always think that, well, the sign of God's people is the seventh day. That's a sign, too. Yeah, man. But go to John. Let's, let's see a sign. Christ specifically said this so you wouldn't get misunderstandings. When John 13, John 13, beginning verse 34. John chapter 13, verse 34. He said, a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another. Now see, now you understand what love is. Love is the presence of God. It's the power of God. He said, I want that power between you all. Amen? As I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Then he said in verse 35, 
By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. Why? How, I should say, if ye have love one to another. Of course you will know because you have that power amongst you. That unselfish love, that unselfish, that undenying, that unfearful power, or that, that connection that you have with uh, which each other and with God. They will know you are mine because you have that. Today, they really will know that because everybody else is in fear. When they see you walking in the power of love, they say, that's the disciple of Christ. We don't differentiate ourselves enough. I know we have our methods of trying to. You know, we don't do this. We, we, we don't go to the movies. We don't do, you know, all these things. He said, do that. You'll get more attention for me if you do that, if you love one another. That's how you walk with me. <laughs> when you love, you walk in my power. You walk in my strength. You walk in, 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 the, in the evidence that I have already given you about who I am. You start walking. You're not afraid anymore. I often think about our life. My wife and I and our two sons back then. It's impossible if you don't believe. And it's not because you got this great faith, you didn't worked out your faith, and you just this one wonderful person. No. The closer you get to him, the no more you know it wasn't you. But the life we have lived was by the power of God. And he keeps giving us evidence after evidence of that. After all these years, it's still the power of God. How did God heal this way? Why? Why? Because we... We didn't have the luxury, as they would call it, to do anything else. God put us in a position where you got to trust me. Because he knows me. My wife was a better person. Me, he, hey, no, you, you ain't got no option. And I thank him today for that. I thank him for giving us what he's given us as a people. He's given us some understanding he hadn't given a lot of people. He's given us a, a hope that most people don't have. He didn't lock us into a mindset. He said, I need you to come higher when I call you to go higher. When I tell you this is the truth, I want you to go with it. I don't need you to be locked into something. Because we'll get in an argument and say, Lord, Lord, you seem to be contradicting yourself, Father. Because of our arrogance and our stupidity. God says, no. I need a people who can say yes, because I got some more things I want to tell mankind. And, I, and I'm so sure of that. I'm so sure he's using us to do that, that I don't shrink from that, because he's a big God. And he can use a little person to do big things. I don't sit there and worry that I'm not big enough, or we're not big enough, or we don't have this, and our budget's not. No, he said, I'm going to use you. He's already said that, so we're going to be used. So if you're going to fear, go stand in the back of the bus. But at least you get on the bus, I guess. See, there was a time you wouldn't get on this bus. I mean, when I first started this, Jasmine, uh-uh, you don't even have to get on at the train station. Stay home. Because this train is going to the power land, and we don't need no dead weight. God said, come on, son. You were once dead weight. And somebody let you get on the train. 
So everybody got to get on this train. But don't you come up here in the, in the engine room and spread all that fear. We be going to Tulsa trying to get to Chicago. But I'm going to tell you something. God is real. His love is real. He overwhelms fear. And when we have a belief and a confidence in him, we can walk and do and stand wherever he wants us to stand. He said 10,000 will fall at your right hand and 1,000 at your left. Now, when he said that, that means you were in the middle. And guess who else was there? God. And when that happened, he didn't say be afraid, did he? He said keep walking. He said, I'm going to show you who I am. Matter of fact, I'm going to show the world who I am through you. I can't have any shaky jakes, though. I can't have people worried every time they cough, they think they got a disease. Oh, oh, my foot hurt. It might be. We can test it. If you are doing what God told you to do, why are you worried? And believe me, I'm telling you this. I'm not saying you won't catch the flu. I think I had the flu once in the last 20 years. I believe it was what they call that thing now. We had back at, right before men's retreat. Put me down, ached me. I was all, I wasn't afraid. You know what we did? We did what God told us to do. And we didn't even miss men's retreat. Why? Because there's power in him. There wasn't power in the, in the grapefruit and the garlic. It wasn't power in the cayenne pepper. It wasn't power in the golden seal. And they, it was power in God. God said, do this. Guess what happened? Everything worked out. So if you find yourself hurting, ailing, do what God says. I guarantee you his method is better than any other method you can come up with. One more scripture, Psalm 18. But it's up to you, y'all. David made a decision. I want you to make this decision today. One scripture, one sentence. Psalms 18, Psalm 18, verse 1. David made a statement. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. That's, that's what the declaration we need to make in our lives. I will love you. That's what Christ said, if you love me, keep your, my commandments. He said, this thing is powerful, y'all. Love me. Because love is power. Love is what made what you are standing on today. Love is what the air you're breathing. Love did that. And that's power. So choose today. Choose love. Leave fear alone. Fear it will give torment. God gives peace. Remember that scripture he gave us? I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but of what? A sound mind and power. Do you want a sound mind and power? Tell the spirit of fear that you, de that you condemned him. You, you, you put on the door, what is it, eviction notice? Immediate eviction. You don't get 90 days. You're gone now, man. Because some, I got a new tenant. It's called love. Love moved in. He's you got to go, man. Go out the window. You didn't get to go out the door. This is our God. This is what he wants from his people in a time like this. If we stand in love, if we believe in love, and, I'm not, and the love of God, the power that comes with love, 
We are invincible. Oh, I know you. That's big. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can be invincible because you stand behind the Almighty God. You stand with the Almighty God. You don't believe you can be invincible? Go back to Daniel 3. Fire so hot it burned the people up. They threw them in there. That would be classified as invincible. They tied you up so you couldn't run. They tied you tight. Strong, mighty men tied you. The best not makers in the kingdom. Threw them in. They hit the, hit the dirt. All of a sudden, stood up. Because power was in the middle of it. Love was walking around with him. He, he said, didn't we throw three in? So I want you to have that experience in your life. Didn't they, didn't they, uh, 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 Jasmine, Elijah, in uh, 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 Isaiah, didn't they throw two in? Ain't there two people living in that house? I see three, and one of them look like the Son of God. See, that's what you got to look forward to. If we decide that fear is not our option anymore, that only power, we choose power, we choose love today, let that love reign in our hearts so we can learn not only to love one another, but we can teach others about love. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, again, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Hmm. Thank you for the love. We're choosing love this morning because we're choosing you. Father, we've been out here in this wilderness long enough. Father, we've believed the enemy of souls. We intently watch his agents. We listen to them. We take what they, uh, what they give us as the truth. Father, now we take you as the truth because you are the truth. Your word is truth. Your spirit is with us. Guide us in our precautions. Guide us in what you want us to do, where you want us to stand, what you want us to perform as the children of the Most High. Help us, Lord, to be a faithful witness. Let us not get in our own way. We pray that fear does not dictate our, our activities, but only love. Father, help us, Lord. Help us to be a beacon of hope, a place where people can say, who is your God? And they say it because we live under your guide, under your realm. Help us to stay there is our prayer. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen.